All right, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another episode of That's So Kawaii. Uh, tonight, AJ couldn't make it, um, but I'm Mark Choi, and I'm here today with Doug and Brendan. So uh, say hi, guys. Hi. I was really hoping you were just going to go into a rap, like, and I'm Mark Choi, and I'm here to say, don't do drugs. It's the convenient way. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm here to do the podcast all by myself. <laughs> I'm a big boy now. Me and Brendan are here to tell you to definitely do drugs, so... All the drugs. If you can just bottle them into one syringe and just shoot that right into your eye socket, just go for it. And if you want more bad advice, check out Almost Better Than Silence. Yeah, definitely. Or look up internet videos about bath salts. That one's fun, too. Oh, no. Anyway, I'm starting (laughs) to derail your show already, Mark. Are we talking (laughs) about anime? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so... Let's start off just talking about shows we've been watching recently. So I have one. I can go first. Um, or if you guys want to go first. Uh, uh, you're the host. Takers. Show us how it's done. Yeah, okay. that's yeah, good. No, that's, that's completely fine with me. Uh, so after finishing Nisei Monogatari recently, uh, I picked up a show called Tokyo Ghoul. Mm. Now I've heard a lot about this one. Yeah, so as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of anything shocking and brutal and in the uh, anime genre. Uh, this one, so far, does not disappoint at all. Um, so the premise of the show is there are, are humans and there are ghouls. And ghouls appear as humans and there's really not any way to tell so far from the amount of episodes I've seen, which keep in mind is not very many, but ghouls don't eat food. They eat people. So you can imagine how that's kind of a problem. Um, and is it, there's a little inconvenient in uh, <laughs> yeah. human society. Yeah. yeah it's just, it, it, it inconveniences the, the human race. Just a, little bit. <laughs> just, just a smidgen. And the show opens up with just this bloodbath. Uh, you see some mangled corpse get smashed up against a glass window. And I was just like, oh, man, I am in for a real surprise here. Um, but there the uh, I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, even though it was just the first episode. But, uh, oh, then go ahead. I mean, you, you can at least for most animes, you can talk about the first episode as long as it's not like. I don't know. I, it, it can't that, be that bad. That's like spoiling a trailer for a movie. It's like, ah, uh, spoilers. It's like, it's a 15-second clip of the movie. Like, calm uh, that's down. What I mean. It's like, I feel like I've pitched a graphic novel to someone recently and, like, basically told them the whole first chapter, and they were like, oh, just stop. I'm like, it's just the first chapter. You're going to, like, read that, and that's, like, the enticing part, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, I'm just going to do it. Anyway, the main character, um, it starts off with him in a coffee shop with his friend, and... He's talking about this girl that he likes, and sure enough, she walks in, and his friend's like, she is way out of your league. Uh, don't even bother talking to her, because nothing's going to happen. And she pulls out this book, and he's like, that's my favorite book. That's my favorite author. I'm going to go talk to her. And the next scene, he's calling his friend, and he's like, "She's she accepted. Like We're going on a date. And... They're walking, this is probably halfway through the show at this point, and they're walking down a dark alley, and I was just like, oh god, this is a, this is a dead giveaway. And the girl turns out to be a ghoul, and she grabs him, and she's like, 
my favorite part about like dealing with humans is watching them run away while I eat their organs while they're still alive or something like crazy like that. And she grabs him and she puts her arm through his stomach and she thinks he's dead. Um, but turns out he's just barely alive and she's under like this big construction site and she looks up and all these steel beams fall and they kill her. And the police find him and he's barely alive. And to save his life, they take the organs from the uh, the ghoul, thinking she's a human because they can't tell. Uh, so it makes him kind of like half ghoul. And throughout the first episode, he's dealing with wanting to eat humans, but he's half human. So he feels like he can't do it. So he has this moral dilemma. And the show is just... Oh, it's so good. You definitely have to check it out. I, I'm not that far, but I can already tell this show's going to be great, just from the, the stuff I've read about it. You know what that really reminds me of? Just the whole premise and everything, and ooh, it's, he probably has a case of the ghoul gas, but uh, I was, uh, it <laughs> reminds gas. me of ghoul gas, yeah. Uh, but no, I was thinking of Claymore. Did you ever really watch that show? It sounds very <laughs> similar to the premise of the Yoma, instead of it being a ghoul, and they eat humans, and but they can actually disguise themselves in all sorts of crazy shit. But uh, it's actually a fantastic anime. I think, actually, you guys have talked about it and like talked shit on Rocky. I, think, <laughs> I cannot blame yeah. you. I cannot yeah. blame you. He's a piece of shit character, and I never liked him. But throughout the entire show, I really didn't like him. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> I, but, I love when we talked about it. We were like, ah, we didn't like this character. He was annoying in the first few episodes. And you're just like, oh, yeah, he doesn't get better. He's still a shitty character. <laughs> no, he really Never. doesn't. <laughs> that's the most unfortunate thing about him, particularly. But the show, in general, gets way more action-packed than the first episode or whatever you guys gave it. So I, I highly recommend revisiting it. The Yoma get real crazy. Like, there's a lot of mystery about, like, oh, this town's affected by Yoma, and you, you don't know who's the culprit. And it's really interesting watching Claire deduce that and eventually just get into a crazy battle with the motherfuckers. But especially later in the season of that show, there's a lot of like super Yoma or there's maybe another word for it, but it's when they go transformed to like the farthest version, like they're beyond evolved and they become like, I don't want to say dragons, but they become these massive, like ridiculous monsters. And there's a couple scenes where they fight those like collectively. And that shit is ridiculous. So, and at this, basically the fate of any Yoma is to evolve to that state. If they like survive that long enough. So, or uh, not Yoma. I mean, uh, Claymore, Claymore or half Yoma. So that's why I bring it up. They are part of the problem themselves. Like they're part human, part, ghoul in the sense of uh that other show you were talking about oh wow um that sounds way more in depth than i expected and i'll give it another shot please do the show is fucking phenomenal i've seen a handful of anime i i rate it in my top 10 probably (laughs) he has seen eight anime total yeah no i mean i don't know i would say probably like two dozen i'm not like any like aficionado by any means but i've seen some shit you're not Mark who burns through a series in a week, like every week. <laughs> I uh, I have the the one episode a night rule, mm. and I uh, tell myself if I'm not motivated to watch an anime, I'd be like, all right, look, it's 20 minutes. Like, just watch one episode before you go to bed, and sure enough, like you'll finish the episode in well, however many days corresponds to the number of episodes. But it seems like a small amount at the at the time. But you get through a lot 
without binge watching. You just have to be consistent. It's all about consistency. I like how you motivate yourself to enjoy entertainment. It's like, hey, no one likes this. No one wants to do this. But you got to watch at least one episode of anime tonight. Look, man, someone's got to do it. <laughs> it's an ugly job, but someone's got to do it. I didn't sign up for this. But that, like, the whole premise of, like, an anime where the main character is a half-breed, like, a mix, um, it seems very standard and, like, a real obvious genre. Not, I, I would even call it a genre at this point, because there seems to be so many. A theme. A theme, yeah. Because yeah. uh, Parasite is, is it fairly new? I know the yeah. anime is pretty new. Um, the manga's been out for a while, but I watched that, and that's got that where a parasite invades a guy's body. But instead of taking over its brain, it takes over its arm. So it's yeah, half yeah. parasite, half human. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first episode of Tokyo Ghoul you're describing sounds almost identical. Like, pretty much the same, except for the weird magical element of it. Um, as High School DXD, which I've watched. It is just softcore porn. Like, there's no way around it. <laughs> oh, God. It's not even, like, subtle. It's just like, yeah. Tits, ass, tits, ass, one dude, tits, ass, tits, ass. Um, yeah. But it's the same thing. <laughs> a kid, This kid goes out on a date with a girl, and it turns out she's actually uh, a fallen angel and kills him. And then to save them, a girl who's a devil makes him a devil. So it's like devils versus angels versus fallen angels. The idea is cool. I would love to see where it went if it wasn't just filled with pornography. <laughs> but it's you know I, I'm not recommending that. But it sounds exact. The first episode at least sounds really similar to Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, yeah. The, those shows where they just tr- where they just throw like lewdness in there. I don't know. I almost feel like it's insulting to my intelligence. It's like, yeah, we didn't really come up with a super great plot, but uh, we'll just hook in everyone with boobs, and that'll be good enough. <laughs> like. I'm- I don't know. It's like we got five minutes of story for this episode, so let's fill the twenty f- uh, other minutes with tits. Yeah, I mean <sighs> that's like half the industry, though. So, you, I mean, it's like saying without porn, we wouldn't have VHS or flash video. Like the the, the naughty bits sell; it makes yeah. the profits. That's true. That's a very good point. I think the hentai, like, there's like a hentai. Um, Oh, what's it called? Like, uh, someone who was like a political power with like the government. I forget what those are called exactly. Um, but they actually have a lot of influence with the Japanese government, government I've heard. I wouldn't even be surprised at all. Cause it's such a huge industry and they're just like, it'd be a shame if we took away our budget from, you know, your support. And it's like, oh, that's like half the budget. That's actually a really good segue into something I wanted to bring up. Uh oh. Oh no! Well, the the, <laughs> the budgeting aspect. So, oh, okay. I was reading, and the fact that the U.S. dollar is doing so well is really, really helping the anime industry. <laughs> because I, yeah, I was confused too. But apparently, the contracts for these shows and the amount that's budgeted is is written in U.S. dollars. Really? So, if the dollar's doing well, then they have more budget to do well, more work. Huh. Yeah. So it, it's it's very interesting. The only downside to this is if the Japanese people want to like make trips for cons and stuff or promotional things to come to the United States, it is tougher for them to afford it because 
it well it works in the opposite way uh, so yeah. yeah just a little fun fact i wanted to bring up huh that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah because i know voice actors who um dub animes from japan are non-union in the u.s and a ton of it's done in canada and toronto they get huge like tax be- uh, tax breaks for it and they're able to do it out of the country and then they just go back down to california and you know Steve Bloom, who does Spike Spiegel, and yeah, Spike Spiegel, literally like Woo! half half the animated characters in video game movies, cartoons, animes, like everything. He's everywhere. He is. He actually had a pseudonym he worked under, like David something for Spike Spiegel. Like if he's technically not the voice of Spike Spiegel because it's a different name. And then when he was in the union, he'd use his actual name. And those for a lot of that's for a lot of like American cartoons and animated stuff. But for all the Japanese voiceover stuff, he was David so and so. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I think I, I vaguely think I vaguely remember hearing that, but and that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Aren't all the voice actors going on strike or something? I heard that maybe that was for video games. Yes. Yeah, we actually recently talked about this on an episode of ABTS. Plug, plug, plug. Um, <laughs> where it is the video game voice actors because oh, okay, okay. I'll just briefly summarize it: video games aren't taken as seriously as like cart well, cartoons. That sounds silly. Um, but as animation and TV shows and movies. So whereas for a movie, people record dialogue and give you a premise for a scenario and the entire setup of the story. So that way the actors can better portray that emotion through voice. But in video games, they don't give them that much story. They just say, say this line. So that's why in a lot of video games, the characters sound very deadpan and kind of, aren't emotional that it just seems dead weight attached to the voice is because they don't know what they're reacting to. They just know, say these words. And so the you voice are goes, almost a Jill sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is that a reference? No, to? don't open that door. Uh, it's the original resident evil on <laughs> PlayStation one. Oh. Yeah. So it sounds silly, but it's actually supposed to be like a dark, ominous tone to it, but because they didn't get the story to it, it they don't know how to appropriately you know, say the dialogue, but also video games, you have to record your voice in every different scenario. The player could put the character in. And a lot of it is just screaming and getting shot and getting punched. (laughs) So it's a lot of grunts and a lot of screaming. And I know a lot of voice actors will schedule video games for Fridays. So that way they can rest their voice over the weekend. Cause it would just destroy their vocal cords to scream that much. So they're asking for like protection and, you know, knowing the story ahead of time so they can better do their job. And there's a lot of other reasons, but those are, I think, the biggest and most important. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's very insightful. That was a fair assessment. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the non-union anime dubbing voice actors are just like, ha, fuck it, we're not in the union, and just throwing money in the air and dancing because there's so much anime they can just du- dub over. Yeah. <laughs> no, there really is. Oh, man, well, I have an anime to bring up, and I really didn't know if I'd be able to tonight. But uh, I I saw this movie a while ago, and it stuck with me. And in fact, it became one of my favorite movies to date. And I have it on Blu-ray because I love it so much. But it's an anime called Paprika. Have either of you heard or seen it? Uh, I have heard of it. I have not seen it, though. I've heard of The Spice. Oh, yes. See, that's the thing. It's, uh... Okay, so... 
Let me read some of this, like the back of it. Alright, so prepare to enter the realm of fantasy and imagination, where reality and dreams collide in a kaleidoscopic mindscape of sheer visual genius. So, like, already, like, it's seriously a beautiful, ultra-trippy, amazing masterpiece of art to to just even lay your eyes on. So, if you're about to watch this movie, get prepared. It is fucking amazing. But I'll uh, try to do my like best i'll try to do justice to this plot but it is mind-fuckingly nuts um it's basically like even more crazy than inception uh in the near future there's like this revolutionary uh psychotherapy treatment called dream therapy and there's this uh doctor who's created a device called the dc mini which allows people to view people's dreams which I've actually mentioned in a previous episode of ABTS. That was a, a technology in Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, which that's something that I'm just fascinated about to be able to, the, the ability to be able to record your dreams and like interpret them that way and actually experience them. But regardless, so the thing is the doctor's one employee, I think her name is, uh, Atsuko Chiba or something. She ends up using the DC mini illegally and eventually creates her own like alter ego persona called paprika in the dream world. And, and it's, it gets really crazy because eventually the DC mini gets stolen and they're like, if this gets in the wrong hands, like there could be complete chaos and go figure complete chaos ensues because it got in the wrong hands. And basically what the idea is (laughs) dreams and reality have merged and there's like this crazy shit, like basically reality itself starts to unravel. And like, it's easy for me to just say that out loud, but to like visually be able to put that in a movie, this movie is fucking amazing. It is, it is a masterpiece. I will go that far, but it is really hard to comprehend and follow. I must've seen this movie like, 30 times and almost every time I, I watch it, it's like, I've never seen it before. And, I'm, and pro- maybe I was fucked up or drunk, <laughs> but like, regardless it is, it, it's hard to follow because it's really like, it's out there shit, but it is a goddamn masterpiece. I love the film. I highly recommend you guys all check it out. Okay. So this is just a, a movie, right? Yes. Uh, running time I'm assuming is probably like, I don't know, uh, 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah. I've seen a lot of pictures and a lot of like, you know, stills from this movie, but I've never knew what it was called. Oh, it is fantastic. Uh, Paprika. Check that shit out. I highly recommend it. You guys have to talk about it once you've seen it. Okay, definitely. I I always check out everything that I say I will. I uh, tried Google image searching this, and I got pictures of peppers. So <laughs> I'm assuming that's not what you're talking about. No, yeah. you just have to type paprika uh, anime yeah. or else, yeah. Paprika, yeah, paprika I, uh, movie. I should have had the foresight for that. <laughs> yeah, but that was a movie from 2006, so it's been out for a little while now. Yeah. Uh, Going on 10 crazy. years. Holy shit. Wow, it seems like it was yesterday. Yeah. God, maybe it's going to be like a 10-year anniversary edition. But that's what I mean. Think about that in... in uh, scope though that came out well before Inception and after uh, the Waking Life, which is kind of like really out there dream stuff. So well, I think there's a lot the entering the dream world and being able to see people's dreams isn't a real brand new concept that's been around for you know eons is forever since we've had dreams. But I think Inception was just one of the few films that were able to do it live action, even though it was a shitload of CGI. Yes. Whereas, like, Paprika and a lot of other movies are all animated. So I think that's what made Inception stand out. 
Yeah, and like I said, Waking Life, that's another animated, but that's like weird animated. How do I, what, What's that called? Rotoscoping, I think. It's oh. really crazy. Yeah, rotoscope's it, weird. It's like check uh, that movie out too. I mean, I don't, it, I want to classify it as anime, but rotoscope. It's uh, Waking Life, super out there. It is the most intellectual movie. You'll like every time I watch the movie, I want to hit pause because after somebody just said something, it could like spark an entire conversation. Like then it's like scene by scene. You're like, holy shit, this is so impressive. Yeah, rotoscope's amazing. It's trippy though. It can fuck with your head a bit. Oh yeah, uh, if you are motion sick or any of that, you probably won't. Uh, it won't sit well with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but a show I picked up, I thought, and I, we talk on the show between shows. We are <laughs> familiar with each other, um, in a sexual way. But I was thinking, <laughs> God damn it, for something for this podcast in particular, you and AJ Mark could do something called Crunchy Roulette, because we all mostly watch our shows or animes on Crunchyroll because it's just so easy. Yeah. It's all right yeah. there. It's the be- one of the best ways to support the industry, in my opinion. But I'm so glad they sponsored this show. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, but we'll work on that. <laughs> so I just went on Crunchyroll and just hit the random button. If you go to the search bar, there's a little dice button, and you can just hit that, and it'll just bring it to the first episode of just a random anime. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with the feature, but I, I, this is a great idea. <laughs> I think I already know what you're what you're getting at. Well, I've already done it twice, and I watched both animes all the way through. Luckily, they were very short. Um, the first one was two seasons, but I think collective, there was about a little over an hour worth of story of the content for this an- two seasons of an anime. Oh man, were they just like five minute shorts? Yeah, it's called Senyu. Uh, S-E-N-Y-U, sometimes two U's. Um, they change it based on how they're feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, it's that kind of show. It very well could. <laughs> um, the episodes are five minutes long, and two to like two and a half of those minutes are guaranteed credits for after it. What so, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so there's like two to three minutes of just actual content per episode. It's so short, you could binge watch both seasons in less than two hours. It is easily one of my favorites, though, because the whole anime is just kind of like... Uh, the premise is, a thousand years ago, this big demon king opened a portal and demons came out. And this legendary hero stopped the demon king and closed the portal. Uh, come to present day, the portal opened again, demons are flying out, and the king of the land is trying to find the descendants of this legendary hero to close the portal again. So there's like 500 people running around claiming to be the descendant of this hero trying to become famous and close the portal. That's they they reiterate the plot at the beginning of every episode. That does not sound like a plot for a 3-minute show. Yeah, no, that sounds so like great. it could actually be built upon and like uh, uh does the fact that it's so quickly delivered like does it do anything for it? It's funny because the first like three episodes, it's the same recap. And it's like, I already know it's been nine minutes. I know what happened in the first episode. Um, but after that, they start changing the opening. So something's different each time until they're just like, fuck you. Like, it's just completely different. The only thing that's the same is the narration. But everything on screen is completely different. It just changes so much. And this anime is just kind of... 
the way I describe certain video games where it's like 8-bit and the graphics are so simple, it gives them more time to just do whatever they want and to kind of screw around. That's this show. It's so short. The creator's just like, fuck it. I get to do what I want. Like no one's going to complain about this. Cause if you waste an episode, you've wasted two minutes. It's amazing. It's some of the funny, like I've laughed out loud by myself at this show more than most. I just, I love it. Cause it's just so dumb and it's so great. That's how you know it's good when it, when it genuinely makes you laugh out loud. Yeah. I think by yourself around other people, you're like, you laugh to show you're enjoying something, but by myself, yeah. there's no logical reason I should be, but it's so great. Nice. There's a famous gif of it, which I couldn't actually find in the series itself, but it's this big, goofy-looking giraffe with this dumb smile on, like, half its face. Like, if you look up Senyu, it's one of the, it's one of the most iconic images from it, and it's just beating the shit out of the main character, just pounding him into the ground over and over and over again. And, like, that's the first episode. <laughs> And it's, nice. it's so great. Um, there's one character who is an elderly man who is easily falls in love with uh, young ladies. And by young, I mean like under 12. That character Ew. that character is a little unsettling. I know it was for a joke and like a punchline a lot of the time. It still made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I can see why. Because he, he's not like, he's not like into, he says lolly a lot. But he's not like, I'm into girls who look young, but who are actually over 18. He's like, no, I'm into like 11 year old. It's like, oh, so you're openly admitting you're a pedophile. <laughs> like, That's it was weird. Cool. But like, like I said, it's all comedic, it's all a joke. The second season, I would say, it got weird because it seemed like they kind of actually wanted to narrate a story. They actually wanted to progress in the plot. And I'm just like, what are you doing? This show isn't about plot, this show's about. Dumb, stupid, like, sight gags. <laughs> it, ends up, it ends up getting really, really serious. There's a few episodes where it seems like it was trying to be, and I'm just like, no, you're silly. Stop trying to not be silly. Be silly again. Uh, but I, like I said, I extremely recommend it. It's like two hours tops if you watch all the credits. If you don't watch the credits, it's like a little over an hour and a half, ten minutes. Yeah. It's interesting, amazing, and I love it so much. Because it okay. just does whatever it wants. I'll give it a shot. I'm going to have to look out for that creepy old man. The only <laughs> creepy creepy old man in an anime that I approve of is Master Roshi. So. <laughs> uh, th- there's times where you forget how much of a pervert Master Roshi is. No, I know full well. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't register with with us when we first watched it because we were too young. Yeah, we yeah. didn't understand what sex was. And then you look back and it's like, he's hitting on a 12-year-old. But like, then I rewatched all of Dragon Ball in college and regretted everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've I've heard mixed things about Dragon Ball Super, the one that's on now or the most recent one. Ooh, yeah, I haven't even looked into it. I Although I I have faith in the series. I hope it's good. I hope it uh, does better justice to what should have happened instead of GT. We don't talk yeah. about that. I, I think I think they've learned from their mistakes. I think they got so much negative feedback. I think they wouldn't dare do that again. So. Well, the the creator of the show is even admitted. He's like, just forget about GT. Just don't worry about that. Like that didn't. Happen. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but I've heard with Dragon Ball Super, the first like two or three episodes are just them living their lives like the Z Fighters, and it's like Vegeta taking trunks to a amusement park and just trying to be a dad because he has no one to kill. Like, wait, what series is this? Dragon Ball Super. Okay, all right. I, That's an episode. It's like the first like two or three episodes of the series, 
and it's just all of them trying to live their lives. Like, Goku has to get a job now because you can't pay the bills fighting aliens. Like, so it's just kind of funny seeing how they're adjusting to, like, normal lives, not trying to save the world every five seconds. So it's, That's actually cool. I mean, as much as it's annoying because I want to see them fighting stuff, it's like, I know it's coming, but, like, and it also, story-wise, it makes perfect sense. Like, you pretty much have to. It's like, okay, you saved the world. And now what? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. the thing with all the other seasons, they were constantly fueled by, like, and now the next biggest, strongest enemy approaches. But, like, it's like, okay, well, that's done now, isn't it? Yeah, Doug, I'm totally on your side on that. I, I, I'll be honest. Those great Saiyan episodes were awesome. <laughs> I, I love watching Gohan just make a fool of himself in high school. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I'm not going to lie about it. As much. I only I only saw one thing in my life, and it was season seven of Dragon Ball Z on DVD. And I don't know how I fit that in my cargo shorts, but I only <laughs> took the the discs themselves. So there was like seven individual discs or something crazy that I had like flopping around. But when I got home and I I popped in and it was the Great Saiyan Man, I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> This is the season? This is the season I got? And, but you know what? I watched it, and it changed me. So I'm, I'm cool with Saiyan, man. I know a lot of people are like, he's a total dork and everyone hates him, but whatever. I just imagine the security guard coming up to me and be like, son, what is that you have in your pants? It's like, what? I got a particularly square dick. You want to fight about it? Like, <laughs> it wasn't even the box, so I got the disc. So it just uh, would have been like, he would have been like hearing the discs flopping around. It was so awkward. <laughs> Either that or he... He, he, he realizes you took the great Sam man and he just lets you leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, like, uh, just let him go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, oh, can man. I borrow your seasons of DBZ? Yeah, sure. Here you go. Oh, why does this smell like balls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's, yeah, it's the only the first, like, one, two, or three episodes. I haven't watched them myself. But, so, like, after that, it goes into the big, you know, enemy they have to face or something. But this is just a way of, like, here's what they're doing when they're not killing each other. Wait, here's the buzzkill, though. Isn't the uh, next big enemy just Frieza again? Well, that's in the new movie. There's the oh, new series. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The new series, I don't actually know what they're fighting. Cause I, I just don't it. want it to be anybody from the past. <laughs> I just want it to be anything new. Yeah, uh, the movie that came out recently was the revival of F, which is Frieza. Yes. Um, somehow, he gets revived. I think someone finds the Dragon Balls on Namek again or something. I don't know the exact story. But he's revived. Um, he f- gets up to date on what's happened. And he's like, oh, yeah, all the Z fighters, they're like super strong now. And Frieza's like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. Goes off and trains for like 10 days and then comes back as like a super Frieza, like the gold one. And it's like, he got Super Saiyan for his species in like 10 days. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, like, I was just thinking, imagine if he just took a year off and it's like, I'll get him. And then he like comes back and it's just like, it's just complete. There's no stopping him. Like he ten days, it's like you're giving them a chance, man. You're you're falling for the same trap. <laughs> but it it helps the argument I've heard someone say of saying Frieza is the strongest character in the Z universe, where it kind of makes a good point if he's able to achieve that so quickly. And the only real way he was defeated by his own arrogance using a destructive disc that got turned back on him. Wow, that's a bold claim. Does that mean then any of the relatives are like on the same level, like Cooler or King Cold? King Cold, no, he's a bitch. We all know that. Yeah. Um, I would say Cooler though is one of my favorites because his like fourth form was badass. And then they're oh, like, yeah. And then they're like, here's Cooler's like metal form, which is stronger. It's like, nah, fuck that. Like, give me back the 
like shredder looking form. Sorry, Mark, we are completely taking over your show. It's okay. I love <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, um, I didn't mean to go down that path. You guys probably specifically avoid this show. <laughs> yeah, no, DBZ. That's that's all all well and good. I it's promise. all I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We we do. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just wrap it up soon. You can keep talking. Just, no, that's all I really had to say. Okay. Oh, I have one more thing that I can bring up, but this isn't really anything worth going on, but I'm going to do it anyway. I was okay. drunk and I saw it on Netflix, oh, but nice. it was, uh, <laughs> I think I mentioned it on an episode of ABTS, could be wrong, but it's an anime movie called Expelled from Paradise. Have either of you seen it? Um, I have that on my to-watch list. I have not seen it yet, though. Okay. It looks uh, awesome. I feel it like it's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, you mentioned this on ABTS for a bit. Okay, yeah, I think it was probably like really shortly after I saw it, or maybe it was something I wanted to watch, but I've seen it. It was really fucking cool. Highly recommend. Uh, it came out like towards the end of 2014. But the, my main, uh, complaint, and this is what will spark your memory, was the main character's last name. Her name's Angela Balzac. Oh, <laughs> I know. I actually did Angela know that. Balzac. I know. Like, were the were were the people who created that anime like intentionally just going on like a joke there like the fuck me fuck you like awesome <laughs> powers shit like I don't know it's very like you can't avoid that be- not being ball sack and every time they say it it sounds like it so it's really interesting so that adds like a really <laughs> strange dynamic to like a really serious anime but uh but it's not serious because there is a handful of like fan service i feel like it has to with the character uh but the here i'll explain the plot a little bit it's um about these uh this this agent in a space station called deva and the inhabitants have no physical bodies their minds are digitized and processed into a virtual reality environment so basically the main character angela she's never uh been uh, i guess alive or in a human body she's only ever been a digitized consciousness and it eventually she's uh sent down to i guess like a planet where there are humans and stuff or like living creatures and she the way she interacts with them and like it's so interesting hearing like the perspective of what what an ai would say to somebody that's never really experienced like certain things so it's it's a cool movie that's just like one small aspect of it they there's a lot more to it i really forget it was so goddamn long ago but uh, i do remember it was cool and i will rewatch it just to remember what it was all about well, I really like the art style for it because I've seen um I've seen stills from it, and I I will be watching that as soon as I get a little bit of free time. Which... Well, that's what I mean. Art style wise, it is great, like top tier. Yeah, like and it was pretty recent. The end of twenty fourteen. It, it's only about a year old. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So actually, guys, something I wanted to bring up: Sword Art Online hmm. is. Coming out with a movie. I knew uh, you were going to say that. I yes. saw it in the news. Oh, I'm so excited. I am so excited. I love Sword Art Online, despite the fact that so many people just love to hate on it. <laughs> but I am a huge fan, and I will be watching that the second I can. Okay, interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about it. How about you, Bren? I'm curious. Is this continuation of the story like post season two or is this going to be one of those weird like this is like in between season one and two like a one and a half and it's like there is no information at the moment from what i can gather i watched the trailer basically the trailer 
it was extremely uninformative. <laughs> it, it listed every, like, it was like 2013, they were in Sword Art Online. 2014, they were in, like, uh, you know, where. Gun. Yeah. Gun World. Yeah. They Shooting were Shooting Mc Blow Up Place. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like 2015. No, it was like, where, whenever it's dropping, they're like, yeah. that year, like the movie, and that was it. And it was like a minute long, and I was like, "Wow, they they managed to say absolutely nothing in a minute." <laughs> well, I think this... either way, I'm still so excited. I'm yeah, so I think this excited. the this is the initial teaser where it's just like, "Get hype!" Like we're not telling you anything, but just we're just confirming that it's happening. Yeah, no, it's no matter where it is, Kirito and pals, uh, <laughs> and I will pals. I will be there. Oh, I, I hope that's what it's called. Yeah, it's Kirito, <laughs> and, Kirito and pals. And pals. God damn it. <laughs> well, here's something interesting, though. Uh, a video game that's coming to anime. It's, uh, I guess, coming to 2016, but uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, the animation series. What? Oh, I, I read about this, I think. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a sci-fi based based on a video game anime. Uh, and the funny thing is, I actually played Fantasy Star Online 2 for way when it first came out. Um, it was, it's, it was only in Japanese, so I literally had no fucking idea what I was doing, and I couldn't understand quests, but I was playing the shit out of that game anyway, because it was awesome graphics, but I, I got decently far for not understanding and not being able to translate a single thing, but my main objective <laughs> was to just troll people in the lobby, which was really goddamn fun. <laughs> but, uh, it's cool that that's gonna be, uh, animation, although I have, like, zero frame of reference from the game, because, like, you know, like I said had no idea what was going on. I was playing with a few friends and we're all like, what do you do now? They're like, choose that option. I got further. You're going to watch the anime and it's just going to be like, that's what it was about. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really? I'm really, I never got that far, but no, I did play another fantasy online star online. Maybe it was PS2 or I forget. It was so long ago. I don't think I even owned it. I think I just played a friend's copy, but Anyway, uh, we don't have to talk about that anymore. It's going to be an anime uh, next year, so that's interesting. God, that's going to be like that's like watching an anime you saw as a kid, like two episodes as a kid, and then you watch the whole series as an adult, and you're just like, "Man, this show sucks." Why did I think it was good? <laughs> uh, and I have one last video game anime gripe, personal thing that I have to tell you guys about that pisses me off. So I was looking up like anime movies and stuff, and uh, one that's coming out is called Persona 3, the movie <gasps> 3, Falling Down. But uh, No, uh, Persona 3... <laughs> wait, wait, uh, wait. No, I'm we... sorry. Wait, Persona 3, the movie 4, Winter of Rebirth. So that's the one that's coming out in 2016. And I know Mark's like a big fan, but yeah, let me... Ex wait, can I just pause? We can all yes. appreciate that roller coaster of a gas mark took where it, just, yeah. it went up then a little down then higher then down and a little bit high <laughs> yeah no he's really i get how sucked in i have him right I, now. I like to be over dramatic <laughs> so apparently there is there's this is gonna be the fourth installment for the movie uh f that represents the game persona 3 but i just find it so frustrating that there's uh, literally, I'm going to read them off. Persona 3, The Movie 1, Spring of Birth. Persona 3, The Movie 2, Midnight, Summer Dream. Night, spelled with a K. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Persona 3, <laughs> The Movie 3, Falling Down. 
And then Persona 3, the movie 4. It's like, oh, God, why did they... Uh, I just wish they wouldn't call it that. They could have just done anything. They could have just been, like, Persona 3, winner of Rebirth. It doesn't have to be the movie 4. Like, I don't know. That's just so, so dumb. That it's sounds like, like a bad translation to me. Probably. It could be. It's maybe to the website that I'm getting this information from, but even still, I sure hope not. I could just be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're probably right. It's probably... Yeah... Well, I, I just don't think they knew what to call it, and they were just like, oh, it's the movie, and this is part one, and then it also has this tagline. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> extremely long. I just like pointing out the, like, knight spelled with a K. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, we're playing that, <laughs> we're doing that old trope again, that old stereotypical generic theme. It's like, you seem really angry about that, Doug, like you're pointing it out. Yeah, it's, not it's not clever! It's not clever! No, I had to. <laughs> Fuck uh. that! All right. <laughs> <laughs> or if if you wanna if we wanna keep going on things that uh kind of make you angry, I have something. Oh, um, this is for the uh, fall 2015 lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, Attack on Titan Junior High. Oh, oh, I saw that too. That pisses me off to no end. It's like you guys, you have the time to make Attack on Titan Junior High, where Aaron Yeager. And friends get to go to high, get to go to junior high school and hang out with their buddies and do middle school stuff. But yet the show you released like three years ago that everyone loved that you just decided to not continue didn't take precedence. Really? Like what? Are what you did I say? It, it's no Kirito and pals. That's for sure. <laughs> it's not. It's Aaron Yeager and, and friends. It, it's. I keep not really. adding main characters and, and <laughs> insert here. Goku and acquaintances. <laughs> That'd be a better name. Um, but yeah, kind of like not anime related, but it's like the uh, Game of Thrones story where it's, I heard a rumor that George R. R. Martin was going to compile a book of Tyrion Lannister quotes. And it's like, you old fat fuck, you know what we want. <laughs> you finish the series before you die. Like, it's the same line where it's like, don't do bonus content. Finish the main content before you start doing bonus content here. That's my Dude, biggest a... complaint. Also, oh, but like, man. I've said it on AVTS before, I kind of feel like Attack on Titan was a bit of a flash in the pan, because I followed it for a long time, the manga, and I kept going with it. And it went from this crazy, like, Titan survival, like, end of the society story. It was awesome. Then it kind of got into this weird political espionage sort of thing. And they kind of had a main thing going, but I would say there's a good, like, 20 chapters. They don't even mention Titans. So it's kind of like, the hell happened? Like, oh, and yeah. I, I dropped it. I mean, I haven't been following it. I, I read past the anime, um, and I will be completely honest, I lost interest. It yeah. wasn't. They, I, I really think they don't. I think they don't know what to do at this point. I think they're, like, all of the little mysteries they set up in the beginning that they just decided not to answer. I, I don't think they ever actually knew what was supposed to happen. I think and it was now it's biting them in the ass. So do you think yeah. there'll ever be a discrepancy between what will actually be the anime and what's in the manga? Do you think they'll like go off on a tangent? Uh, I know a lot of like live action shows like walking dead and game of Thrones is doing that now. Um, but I don't know of many animes that have just, specifically done that except for most notably full metal alchemist because the yeah. manga wasn't done yet um, okay. that, that's the only one that really comes to mind of 
veering off course, but then Full Metal Alchemist made Brotherhood, which followed the manga exactly. True. And, okay. And the thing was, they did both, and they were both good. That's both the thing good. that was so awesome. Both arcs were awesome. Then they made a movie for the first series that kind of like wrapped it up, and it's just mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, so good. Yeah, it was. Oh, that show left a great taste in my mouth. Mm. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I ate the disc. <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, so... Um, <laughs> disc is uh, too close to I dick. I can't deviate from that. <laughs> um, but with... Full, uh, with Not Full Metal. Um, Attack on Titan. I think this was just one of the shows or mangas that were just like, hey, let's give this one a shot and just throw it in the what, 2013 anime lineup, like, of the summer? I was like, let's see how well this goes. And then it fucking exploded, and everyone was like, we are not ready for this. We did not think it would be this popular. Well, it was well done, and they should, like, don't make something if you're not expecting to, like, follow up. That's so, that, it's like the same thing with music. It's like when you find a band that you love, and you're like, wow, that album kicks ass, and then the next album they put out is utter shit. And you're just <laughs> like, why the fuck? Like, I don't know, it's same with anime. It's like, you set the bar so fucking high, I think you're right, they are kind of floundering and don't know what to do, since all they have to work with is this this manga that, like, pretty much ruins their anime. <laughs> Well, they've even had a live-action movie out recently. I know it's aired in Japan and it premiered in the U.S., but I don't. It's not like in theaters. Um, but it's live-action. Apparently, the Titans look creepy, amazing. Like they're unsettling and they're really good-looking. I've heard. Ooh! But <laughs> they're very attractive. They got high heels, <laughs> a nice, nice long black skirt. Doesn't look slutty. Ooh. Very sophisticated. Um, but apparently, the story is kind of like fuck it. These aren't the characters you know. They're the same names, but they're not the same characters. Like, they're completely different than the source, hmm. which pissed some people off. Some people liked it because it's always worse when they try to copy it exactly and they fail than it yeah. is with they say, like, fuck it, we'll do our own thing. But apparently it's not great either way. <laughs> okay. So it's Attack on Titan's kind of a mess right now. I don't think anyone really knows what's happening. Dude, I forget what happened because it was so long ago that I binge-watched it, and I was like, wow, that was great. I can't wait for the next, and then I forgot. And here we are, still yep. waiting. Yep. I watched that. That was, uh, yeah, I watched that weekly, actually. I watched it as it released in Japan. Same. Expecting it to continue, and it's been three years. So You know which anime I embarrassingly, there's not many anime I can say, yes, I watched weekly when they were airing. There's one that falls into that category, and it is Dragon Crisis. So you can laugh at me all you want for that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this. Yeah, the fact uh, that I've never seen this just makes a quick me Google think it's sh- funny. A oh. quick Google search will uh, uh, explain. Oh. Uh, it's actually really good, and I still, to this day, if I go back to it, I love it. It's uh, The intro, to this day, is so goddamn exciting and cool. Wait, um, is it too late to change the name of this podcast? Can we change it to, no, it's actually really good. Because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the thing everyone says when you look at an anime, and all you see is just, like, panty shots and boobs. It's like, no, 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 it's good. It's good. It's actually oh, really dude, good. Just give it a shot. Get through episode three. <laughs> I swear. And no, no, none of this, there really isn't a lot of... Uh, 
fan service. That's probably just the internet taking it, over and like yeah. altering the characters and being like, oh, they're pervy <laughs> desires. Yeah. But regardless, the show is about uh, a boy and his cousin who it's awkward. Uh, anyway, she comes back into his life and they have to like find these lost like artifacts called preciouses and they get the one and they end up like in the first episode, there's like this awesome car chase and they end up finding out that the one that they uh, basically stole was actually a girl and she's like this dragon and there's like she had this scale on her and she she doesn't really speak any language so all she really says is the main character's name which is Ryuji so it's this weird relationship between her and the main character and I think he finds out that he's a dragon and it's all this different like politics in this world it's really interesting the world kind of feels like a video game in a weird way but uh, regardless, I enjoyed the show thoroughly. There's a lot of good humorous moments, and just all in all, I give it a good solid seven or eight out of ten. Like I really enjoyed it. Nice. But I don't. I, I, the thing with that is, it seemed like there could have been more to it, but it was that was in 2011, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they just didn't get the funding. Yeah, and it's understandable. It happens. Yeah. Do you guys have uh, a my anime list? going no if not i highly recommend it it sounds like a lot of work up front but you really will appreciate it because you can just look back and it uh it's almost like a dream journal (laughs) it's like you look at the name of it and you're like oh i remember that show Um, yeah once i came on here i was trying to think of like oh i could talk about all the anime i watched because it's a shitload and i was like i can only think of five like i know i've watched more but i can only think of a few yeah, no, AJ and I both have them, and you could, you'll you be able to see how many you've seen, what you rated them as, like the rewatchability, according to you, um, everything. It, it, anything you can think of, it has, and you, def, you guys both definitely need to do this. And if you can't think of everything at once, just do the best you can, stuff will come back to you, and then you can just go quickly at it. Um, fantastic website. It's hey, so helpful. Yep. For some reason, this reminded me. I don't know. I thought of a cool idea. I'm not sure how you guys typically end your episodes uh, regularly, but I was thinking one cool way would be to tell listeners, like, go around the table, whoever's hosting and stuff, to just say, name one 10 out of 10 anime like that you like adore. Like, just and every episode try to give like just or it doesn't have to be a 10 out of 10 or a 5 out of 5, but just one that Good. you highly recommend. Doug, yeah. that's a fantastic idea. Let's do it right now. Okay, mm. I know mine, and it's because I've seen it a jillion times, like, and that is, like, a quantifiable. Uh, it is fully coolly. Oh, is, yes. Like, oh still my God. God. I could, I could literally, we could have an entire episode on that fucking show. Doug, so, I, and, and I, it's only six episodes, uh, six episodes in and of itself. You and I could talk about this for days. Yes. I love fully coolly. I actually have, uh, the first two volumes of the manga right next to me, so. I'm going to have to start checking that out. I have a 42-inch wall scroll about two feet from me right now. <laughs> nice. I uh, Dude, I actually drew uh, Lord Conti. I'll actually I'll try to dig that up and see if we can't put that in your show notes or something. Yeah. Oh, definitely, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Get me that. Um, I have no fully coolly merchandise of any. Or- <laughs> oh, Doug. I have it on Blu-ray as well. That's Doug. Doug. Next to <laughs> Let me just say this. The soundtrack with the pillows to that. Oh that my god, I'm a huge pillows fan. You have no idea, dude. It's amazing. Ah, the pillows kill it. They are awesome. 
They are a fucking amazing three piece. Check them out. I love I love all their songs. They're yeah. a great band. We're the kids sick of the future. <laughs> I remember you watching that, Mark, and tell, like I remember like, yeah, I saw a few episodes of that and you're like, Oh, there's only four episodes. I was like, Oh, I thought I saw them out of like context and like in different order. No, the story's just fucking weird. Oh yeah, no, the first. Yeah, well, I'll let Doug say it since it's it's his ten out of ten. Oh yeah. Oh well, it, well. Also, isn't it six episodes? It is God, six. Yeah. It's okay, six. I thought so. Yeah. You were right. But um, regardless, uh, it is just th- there's so much subtle humor. I feel like every time I rewatch it, I laugh at something different like that. I didn't necessarily pick up on. I've seen it so many times though that I've pretty much picked up on everything, and it's still as funny as the first time I watch it. Uh, it's just, just jam packed with like amazing humor and incredible animation. Like seriously, like certain feats are accomplished in this anime that are just like literally jaw dropping, like full 360 spins and like just ridiculous shit that you just don't see in your average anime. It is just a goddamn masterpiece. Like there is no doubt. I feel like this is the one that everyone's heard of and is at the top of everybody's anime list for a fucking reason. But it's just a shame that it is only six episodes because it's something that I wish I could watch like hundreds of episodes of, but it wouldn't make sense for the context. So it as uh as an entity of only being six episodes, I I really appreciate it for what it's worth. It is so flawless. There's I would change nothing about it. The thing I love about it too, the it came look, when did that come out? Two thousand five, two thousand something like that, yeah. yeah. The wow. animation in that show is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That was oh. that show is ahead of its time so much. The just the what they were able to pull off is like that would be notable today even. And this was ten years ago, maybe even more. I don't know. It was just so good. Yes, it's um also, by the creators of Eden of the East, Gurren Logan, uh, and uh, Neon Genesis uh, Evangelion. So it's by uh, all I think of Mark them. just exploded in his I pants. I know, literally, that's what I'm trying to say. Those are all three godly classics, and this is the creator of that. Uh, what is it? Gainix or whatever. Uh, they, it was just so goddamn uh, amazing. The characters, I love all of them. They're so, like, easy to fall in love with. It's, I love how they use guitars as weapons. It's just so zany out there, futuristic off-the-wall humor I, and, and just amazingly executed. They're, like I said, just too... It's too fucking good. And if you haven't seen it at this point, I, I just do whatever it takes to get your hands on it. Legally watch it. Go buy it. Do whatever you have to do. This is the one I recommend. Yep. I The thing to add on to that, I love how deep it gets at points, too. Like, it's goofy and it, there's action and everything, but then it gets, like... It really hits home. Like some one of my favorite quotes from the show, like when uh oh, who is it? The is it Har? No, not Har. Haruka. Not Haruka. Uh, it's the one the girl that smokes cigarettes. Oh, oh my gosh! Why can't I think of her? I name? know I'm blanking too. I'm gonna kick myself later. But anyway, it's just that it's when you're in a town like this, all covered with smoke, you forget that there's a world outside. Nothing amazing happens here, and you get used to that. Used to a world where everything is ordinary. Every day we spend here is like a whole lifetime of dying slowly. And it's just like, wow, that was like the same show as the Nauta getting hit in the head with a guitar and a robot coming out of it in a portal <laughs> exactly. dimension thing. Like, it it, it, like, it yeah. does have some really interesting 
dark moments too, especially like the Firestarter episodes. Like it's just really there's like some kind of like subliminal moment. Like it was really it was it's out there, but really I can't recommend it more. It is, oh, dude. You okay? So you, the reason why I was making those those weird noises, you said <laughs> Eden of the East, and that's my ten out of ten. Oh, nice. Okay, that so that's is our, my that's, ten out of ten. I, See, and that's one I've yet to watch, so I'm I need to put that on the top of my list. Yeah, it is. Oh my god, I love it. Takizawa, he's wakes up in front of the White House naked with a gun and a cell phone, and despite his weird <laughs> circumstances, is still very happy and makes the best of what he has, and manages to get away and and find where he used to live before he lost his memory because he doesn't know why he's there and who he is. It's basically uh, the Bourne ultimate, the, the, the Jason Bourne series in anime, but interesting, but uh, I actually think it's executed better. Um, It's 12 or 13 episodes and two movies, if I recall. And, any particular order? Show, movie, movie? Uh, show, yeah. Show, movie, movie. Okay. Um, and I, I think it's the first episode. They actually reference the Bourne series. They do. It. Yeah, they're self-aware. Like, they, yeah. He, like, re- he's like, I'm like a Jason Bourne or something. Because he, he, he goes back to his apartment and he picks up like a bunch of passports and they all have different names and his face on it. Um. Actually, I guess I should give a little bit of background to what the cell phones are. So everyone... Uh- I feel like that was part of the fun, like finding it out. Okay. I don't think you should give too much away. That's right. fair. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. I'll eat Eden of the East. So, uh, yeah. Brent, what's your ten out of ten anime? Uh, yeah, I remember watching Eden of the East with you. It definitely resonated with you much more than me. Yeah, um, it did. I, it's easily like eight, nine out of ten for me, but it hit a special note for you. Um, Brent, to love you. No, Two of you. I was, <laughs> I was actually gonna look at like what's the dirtiest one I know. <laughs> that's what I was, that's what, what where my mind went, and I bet to like most people that know dirty anime, they're probably like, oh, Doug, High School you of the Dead. Two Love Ru. That's <laughs> my perfect ten out of ten. Is High School of the Dead. Couldn't have been better. <laughs> so Fuck good. No. Okay. No. God. Episode one. Cool. Awesome. Rest of the series just garbage. <laughs> Like there's not even like a slow decline. It's just immediate. Oh no, it's I think I think it's episode four of of High School of the Dead where it's just like, am I watching the same show? Yeah, it, there's just this huge turn. It's just like, god damn it, it was cool. Um, this isn't my ten out of ten, but I just wanted to say it because I don't know next time I'll be on and I'll f- have forgotten about this by then. Um, this is all also one of the crunchy roulette ones I did. Uh, the Japanese name is Nikomi. But apparently that's a short nickname for the translated name, which is my mental choices are completely interfering with my my school romantic comedy. Nice. That's the, yeah. that's nice. the full title. Quite the translation right there. <laughs> I like it. Uh, it's all right. It's really just silly. And it's just this guy is forced to make random choices in his day to day life or else he gets like shocked or by this like unseen God or something. It's just dumb and silly, but it's just. One, definitely one of the weirder ones I've watched, and I just wanted to say it before I forgot. Okay. Um, for my ten out of ten, though, I would say Senyu. It's so great, and it's just so short. So if you didn't enjoy it, it was less than a movie. 
<laughs> so yeah. it's I love it. There's like a scene where one of the bad guys is in like the shadows and he steps forward and they're like, oh, how's he have a shadow over his face? There's not even any sun out here. And he like takes it off and it's a mask, but it's just a big black piece, like so it looks like a shadow. <laughs> and they're just like, wait, what? Like <laughs> it it really just breaks the fourth wall a lot and it's just it's so great. Oh, dude, fully coolly broke the fourth wall in a way where it's like, oh, they do those slow motion scenes, like they hold their breath or something. That was one of my favorites. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, oh god. But yeah, Senu. I can't recommend it enough. I, and if it's on Crunchyroll, there's no commercials because it's too short. That's a very good point. You don't even need a premium account. No, you just burn through it. <laughs> nice. Nice little loophole for you, listener. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about, uh, you already said yours, Mark, yeah? Yeah, I did. I did. I said my 10 out of 10. Um, 10, out of 10. One more thing I have to say. Uh, Edward Snowden's favorite Pokemon, apparently, is Missing No. Um, God someone, damn it. Someone tweeted, <laughs> yeah, someone tweeted at him and asked him his favorite Pokemon. He said it was Missing No, which is, I guess, kind of a cop-out. But yeah, he said, f- it, it's like it's cool and not cool at the same time. Like He didn't really answer the question, but it also proved he really played the games. Was so, the follow-up tweet to that, fuck you, Snowden, stay in Russia? <laughs> <laughs> so Like cop-out. Yeah, he didn't really list a real Pokemon, but uh, I'll take it. I actually spent like a solid day just going through every Pokemon generation to try and figure out which one my favorite was for each generation and then favorite overall. Oh. That was nice. a waste of my day. <laughs> God, wow. That was a big waste of time. <laughs> I just, I, the thing is, I'm only familiar with the first original 150, so I just Googled like snow Pokemon to try to make a joke and I couldn't. But uh, I just looked, there's one called Vanellite. Yep, it looks it's like an ice cream a cone. fucking ice cream cone. Yep, yeah. I, I played that joke. That's a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, no, I've I've played all the generations of. Is them. that black and white? Uh, I think so. It's either black. Yeah, it's black or black and white. It's either black I, and white or X or X and Y. Because I haven't played X and Y and Diamond and Pearl. I have. I have. It's not Diamond and Pearl. That's for mm-hmm. sure. It's either the last two. Well, I'm just waiting for the next iteration when there's like a cheeseburger Pokemon. Because apparently we're just going to do food now. I mean, I th- we could have this another episode just so we don't get into it. But there's good and bad Pokemon designs for each generation. Yeah. And true. I think now that just a lot of our generation that grew up with them aren't necessarily playing them all like we used to. We're looking at them with like without the rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. And we're just like, God, this new generation sucks. It's like, ah, some are good. The keychain one isn't. The ice cream one isn't. <laughs> the the pile of the is. pile of literal garbage is garbage. But there are some cool ones in there. Brent, you know what? You're right. That's a really good outlook on it. There there are some really cool new generation Pokemon, and I, we shouldn't we shouldn't harp too much on the bad Sure. Things. If anyone okay. says the first hundred fifty were perfect, Dotrio, Magneton, yeah. they're Mr. Dumb. Mime. Mr. Mime, Jinx. Those border on human ethics and slavery. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there's some weird shit going on in the first uh, 150. Yeah. So, it's okay. Yep. Alright, but fuck Snowden and his favorite Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Missing that doesn't count. Okay. Alright, I guess I guess that pretty much wraps it up, guys. I think I think that was a very uh, solid conversation. So Cool. Thanks for having us. Can we do a little plug quick? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. So yeah, let's do some plugs. Cool. Uh, you guys have anything you want to mention? Nope. No. 
That was that was on point. That was perfect. You said it at uh, the same time. No, that's what I mean. We might as well just not plug it, but we have a podcast called Almost Better Than Silence. Mark's on it sometimes I if am. you are only listening to this show. I'm basically uh, Yeah, I'm basically a co host. Yeah, you're yeah, bordering on I, I think you're one episode behind AJ now. I think we're tied. I, I, I know, might actually be tied maybe. at this point. Yeah. yeah. Th- we've we've promoted you to co to co host, so you're welcome. <laughs> Back any day. But, uh, yeah, check out our other shows on the network. We have the Almost Better Network. If you are unfamiliar with that, just go to almostbetter.net. And we have a Twitter and all that. Our, our handle is ABT Silence. And how about you, Bren? Uh, we got the YouTube channel. We're going to be putting up some videos sometime. Not making promises. Uh, and my own personal Twitter. If you just want dumb, possibly offensive puns. You can follow me at ABTS Brendan. Oh, awesome. Nice, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for having us. On. Yep. All right. See you guys. I, oh, sorry. I'll say, wait, what? I'll be, I'll be back on when AJ's on so I can yell at him about Naruto and Bleach and tell him why he is wrong. Oh, I was hoping. Oh, I was really hoping you guys would both be on at the same time tonight, but we'll have to postpone that. But I we'll postpone that. So That's going to be a big episode. That might be a two-parter because oh, I got yeah. a lot to pick with him. It's going to be a battle royale, and I'm just going to sit back with some popcorn and just <laughs> watch all of it fold, nice. unfold. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. All right. See you guys. See you guys. See ya.